0: Today, we're going to be speaking about our personal experiences and also one of Sarah's good friends' personal experiences. So, if you're ready to get the goosies, you've turned to the right channel because this is going to get creepy. Creepy!
1: Episode 3! Yes!
0: <laughs> Finally, of um, Ghost Only My Ass.
1: Ghost Stoning My Ass!
0: uh my name is sarah and my name is Lindsay.
1: and this episode we're going to be discussing some of our personal paranormal stories we've gotten such a good feedback from everybody
0: yes we appreciate it
1: we really do thanks shout out to everybody that's been listening to us all
0: two of you (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: but okay so maybe we should kind of get into like who we are maybe should we say that yeah Okay, you, you go.
0: No, you go ahead. That was your, your idea.
1: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Sarah, and I am 28 years old. I like long walks on the beach, a pina colada in the rain. <laughs> That's so okay. Oh, my God. So okay, okay, okay. Uh, Let us see. Uh, I'm a police officer. been a police officer for three years now, and uh, I met Lindsay at the police department, she was my dispatcher. Woo, 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 woo. She was my dispatcher. And at first, I was like, oh man, I hate this bitch. I'm Bro, just kidding. You're not kidding. <laughs> i mean, I'm kidding. God, who
0: is this girl who just walked in? Gross.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, we just started talking about paranormal stuff. And um, I think we hit it off really well. Yeah. Like really, really well. Then. And then I started scaring the show. That was Lindsay so fun.
0: Yeah, you asked. Know.
1: Every single day. I scared you. (laughs) You
0: literally have a compilation of me. On my Snapchats? In your folder, in your camera roll, you (laughs) could put a whole freaking video together. Oh, yeah.
1: It could be like a fucking three-hour video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, but yeah, that's... I mean, I don't know really what to say. I mean, I'm married. I have a beautiful wife. We've been together for five years. Her name is also Sarah. We have two beautiful, uh, lovely children. One name's Chester, and the other one's named August. They're both fur babies. And I don't know, I love paranormal stuff. I love being creeped out. I love getting the goosies. I love it all. I don't know what else to say.
0: You go. Yeah, and my name is Lindsay. I'm also 28 years old and I am a 911 dispatcher. I met Sarah at the police department. I started about two and a half years ago. And I am single. Ooh. I have a little chocolate fur baby. <laughs> Hit her up, dude. (laughs) My little Henry. Um, Yeah, I I mean, there's not much to say about me. My life's pretty boring. Um, I do have creepy stuff going on a lot, and I'm kind of used to it. So I'm kind of ready to tell y'all my experiences.
1: Okay.
0: I'm excited. All
1: right. So let's let's dive into it then, I guess. Tell us about your creepy shit. All
0: right. So for about... I want to say, like, at least five years already. I've felt like there's always a presence around all the time. I, I feel like I'm being watched. I feel like something's there. Um, sometimes Henry, he'll start growling out of nowhere. I'm mm. on the game and I just hear him growling and growling and I don't know what he's growling about. And he's like at my feet, like scared. And one time I was laying in bed and I have a curtain in front of my window, my door, my front door, and, um, I saw a shadow pass by, but as the shadow passed, my curtain flipped up, Ugh. and I was like, what the heck? Okay, it's crazy because when you're with people, you know they're experiencing it with you, so you're like, oh my god, but when you're by yourself, you're like, oh my god, stay calm. Stay calm or it's gonna bite your ass. <laughs> do not do not acknowledge it. Just be like, really? Ooh, I got chills right now. Ugh. So... I made mean, my eye water. <laughs> <laughs> so it I just have little things like that happen. I've been little things like that have happened for a long while. Well, I get scared very easily mm. because of the fact that I have experienced so many things. Seeing stuff out of the corner of my eye, I terrified I'm terrified that um I'm actually gonna see a ghost one day. Well, what do you know? Uh just recently mm,
1: sorry it's my freaking facebook okay
0: recently i actually saw a ghost bro okay 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 Ugh. at my job one day um You're twice I was, though right it was yeah it was twice but i didn't i only saw half of the body the first time um i'm all alone i work 12 hour shifts and i work night shift so um I'm all by myself, and Sarah was at the PD. She was... I don't know what she was doing upstairs, but... Were you even upstairs? Dude, I wasn't
1: even upstairs. Yeah. I was in the patrol room. Yeah, she
0: was talking to me, and then she left, and then... It it was like
1: 5 o'clock in the morning, okay? At that time, there's only one patrol officer on shift, and there's only one dispatcher, obviously. There's one dispatcher all the time. Yeah.
0: But, okay, so that's... So... I'm just sitting in front of the camera and there's a window uh, in front of our area in the lobby and you can see the stairs from the window. Well, I look up and all I see is Sarah's, half half of her body walking down the stairs. You saw my coochie? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I know that I have somewhere. So, <laughs> so I was like, Sarah, I got up and I said, Sarah, you did not freaking answer. And I was like, this bitch is scaring me. Bro, my eyes are watering me. So I'm like, Sarah, and I said your name multiple times. You didn't answer me. So then I call you and I'm like, please tell me you're at the PD. What did I say?
1: Uh, I don't remember what you said. I said,
0: please tell me you're at the PD or you're, uh, stop scaring me or something, something like that. Something to the fact
1: where you're like, stop fucking with me or
0: something. And she's like, what are you talking about? You were by a restaurant. I want to say it was Dairy Queen.
1: No, no, no. I was down the street in Stanley's parking lot which is okay literally uh, what like five
0: blocks away yeah
1: from the PD I had just gone 10-8 I just left the the PD and I was back in <coughs> on uh, in my car and I had just left yeah and you had even said ten four, like you yeah. agreed, you like okayed me saying you knew I was going and back in the service
0: yeah that's exactly why i called you i didn't want to say it over the radio like hey uh are you at the pd so i called you you're not at the pd and i'm like oh my god i just saw a fucking ghost and i told you about it you came and started picking at me thinking it was fucking creepy and then you're like okay i'm leaving peace (laughs) out and i was stuck by myself and i was like this bitch so that was that but didn't Um, you hear
1: my keys and everything like that
0: or no? No. You
1: didn't? No. You just saw my cooch?
0: Yes. <laughs> and, and at the PD, it's an old building, and you hear, sometimes you hear the cell slam, but nothing has slammed. I mean, we have cameras of the cells, like, they're being watched 24-7, and you could just hear people walking upstairs, and nobody's there. Um, we have a bathroom in our lobby, and it will slam shut hard. For no reason at all. And um, you hear the front door open and it rings. It does the doorbell when open the The front door the to door. the police department. Yeah. And yeah. it says it's opening, but not the, it's locked and it's closed. So it's just crazy. All so. of a
1: sudden, like the dead silence. Bing, bing.
0: Yes. Ugh. Oh, my God. I hate it. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate it. I've gotten used to it. Um, mind you, um, there was a death there. One. One, one
1: confirmed death, as far as we know.
0: Yeah, in one of the cells, so, um. And hanged s- himself. Yeah. we will go th-
1: further into it, but he just hanged himself in one of the cells upstairs.
0: Yeah. So, they're saying, oh, he's nice, he's okay, he's a good guy, just tell him to go away, my boss is telling me, just tell him to go away and he'll stop, but.
1: Yeah, but she even says, she, like, acknowledges him and be like, okay, I hear you, leave me alone. Hell
0: no!
1: I'm not gonna acknowledge him. What's the problem with you?
0: <laughs> no. So sometimes I will. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, really? And then he's yo, like, you need to stop. He's I'll, like, yo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you need to stop. Please stop. And um, it will stop. But um, recent. I don't even know how long ago this was. This was a few months ago.
1: Well, it was when we had our rookie.
0: Yeah.
1: He he. That yeah. That was about maybe four or five months ago.
0: So. <clears throat> I'm over here. I ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut, and um, I'm in dispatch, obviously. The window is up, and our windows are mirrored. So, our window in the back of dispatch, you can see our whole office. It mirrors back towards the lobby. We see everything, and...
1: And the doorway into dispatch. Yeah, the doorway. We see everything. Hallway,
0: everything. And the dispatch door was open. I'm eating... And I look to my right at the mirror, and I see Sarah. She's, like, hunched over, like, trying, like, you know, like, somebody's about to scare me. And she's, like, tiptoeing, walking, and I look. We meet eyes in the mirror, and she looks at me and fucking runs away. But I don't hear her keys. I don't hear her boots from, like, walking, running. And I'm like, oh, hell no, this bitch is scaring me. And on the, I, at this time I was on the phone with my cousin and, um, she was like, who? And I said, God damn it. Sarah's fucking scaring me again. And she was like, girl, maybe you saw a ghost. Like just kidding. And I was like, um, maybe, but I hurry up, get up and I go close the door. I look in the hallway first, like a dummy. And I don't see anybody there. And I'm like, Oh shit. Well, then I go and close the blinds because I thought she was gonna run around the building and like knock on the window and scare the crap out of me. So I hurried up and closed the, bu- closed the blinds. And right after I closed the blinds, the rookie at the time she was a fo- she had she was FTOing him, so she was supervising him during the night. And he said, Yokum blah blah blah, I'll be at."
1: He got on the radio.
0: I'll be at the school. He was at the school on traffic. And, or with the vehicle. And I was like, what? And Sarah was with him at the time. And I was like. And I have "Mm." to be with him. I can't.
1: If he's someone, he was so new, he couldn't be in the vehicle by himself. He couldn't go by himself. And I wasn't going to let him go by himself anyway. So.
0: So. I'm like freaking out. And I said, bitch, I just saw a ghost. I just saw a ghost. There's no fucking way. Chills went all through my. All through my body, I just, like, had this pain of, I mean, this uh, feeling of, I can't even explain it. It it was an odd feeling, and I never want to feel that again. Like, my body went cold with chills, uh, and I was freaking out, and I didn't know what to do. I, I called Sarah, and I was like, call me as soon as you're done. Please call me as soon as you're done. I don't What was that? No. I, mean?
1: uh, I think you, yeah, I think you I called think- me after we were done. With what we were doing, you called me after, and I said
0: you need to come to the PD. Yeah, you're like
1: you need to come to the PD right now. I think I just saw something. You said something like that, and like I was like, R-. I was like, rookie, we need to go right now. We need to go back to the PD." And so we like busted ass to get over there, and then you're like telling me what happened.
0: I saw your doppelganger.
1: I've been like joking about this, but I honestly, truly, truly do believe. That there is something at the police department that is taking my form or is,
0: I don't know. And I honestly, I think I saw it because I'm, I don't want to say sensitive to stuff like that, but
1: well, yeah. You, if you something's said,
0: around, I do hear stuff or like, I'll see stuff from the corner of my eye.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think it knows you're always scaring the shit out Bro.
1: of me. Bro. Oh, I got the fucking so, worst
0: goosies. <laughs> so. Ugh. It literally took your form. It was you. I saw you in the mirror. Yeah, but,
1: okay, so, you didn't see my face, though.
0: Yes, I saw your face. You
1: told me you didn't see my face. You said you saw something move its head.
0: Oh, I saw the side, but when I looked, when when it looked, I don't know. I thought I saw the face. Ugh. I don't remember that, I don't remember, but I saw you. It was you, and, um... I want to say I saw you looking at me. You're looking at me. And you looked fucking shocked. You were like, oh my god, she saw me and you fucking ran. (laughs) You ran. And... Dude, this freaks me the fuck out. Like, it really scares me. It took your form. So, that's the second time it's taken your form. But this time it revealed the whole actual body. And I've never seen a ghost ever, like, up close like that. And... What if I'm really dead? <laughs>
1: what if I'm dead and that was just my spirit? R.I.P.
0: Oh, my God. Don't say that. That's kind of crazy. Oh. I don't know. I don't but, know either. That's, that's. Um, yeah. Um, I have a lot
1: of theories about that.
0: But other than that, like, I'm just used to it. I, I hear stuff all the time. I definitely feel stuff um, around me all the time. Like sometimes I feel it gone, but some most of the time I know when it's around, like I can just tell.
1: Wait, where do you So where do you think that's coming from? Like where do you think this being this thing attached to you? There has to be like certain like a certain time. Like was it always with you? Did you always feel this thing or was there like all of a sudden you like felt something?
0: Okay, so I want to say I got it from I want to say it's just bad energy. I I don't want to say it's bad energy, but I want to say it came from bad energy because I was on a very toxic relationship mm. and, you know, um, our fightings and stuff like that, like it, it just developed. It manifests
1: into like a whole nother being. I
0: don't know. I, out of nowhere, I just started feeling like something when? was there. When? It was like four or five years ago. We were still living in Victoria. Mm. And all the time um I actually just had a memory on Snapchat and I was in the apartment and I was using the bathroom and the door was he was trying to come in the door. I thought he was trying to come in the door. And I was like, "What? What? What do you want?" And it's just opening. He goes, "Huh?" like in the background. Mhm. Uh-huh. And I said, why are you trying to come in here? And he said, what are you talking about? And I was like, he's stupid. You know, I was like, whatever. So I washed my hands and I um, went to the living room. I was like, why were you trying to come in the bathroom? He said, what are you talking about? I've been watching my movie. And he was just in the living room watching his movie and just certain things you can't explain. It's just really weird.
1: So you literally saw that doorknob shaking?
0: Yeah, the doorknob was shaking like he was really trying to get in. Um, one time I was working out at daycare and we were serving like pizza that day and my cup was on the table, and while I was cutting the pizza, my cup was on the other side of the table and my cup just started sliding towards me. And then it stopped and hit the pan. What? Yes. And I said, Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I told my other co-worker, her name was Janet, and I was like, Janet, oh my god, girl, uh, <laughs> it's haunted. This place is haunted. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I said, my cup just swung at my freaking pan. And she goes, ooh, girl, you need to go get some holy water or something. You don't be playing that over here. And
1: It's not the building that's haunted. It's you, Yeah, haunted.
0: I didn't know that at the time. Oh, and I worked there for three years. And I've already been at the police department for two and, almost three two years. and a half years. Yeah.
1: Monday.
0: Yeah, so just a lot of unexplained things happen. Um, but that was the only time I actually saw a ghost. And it but came out as me. It was you. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> Says something. I don't know. Um, I can't think of anything else right now. I mean... Nothing too crazy. Uh, we did have a childhood ghost in my grandma's old house. She doesn't live there anymore. But they called her Sue. Ugh. And they would see her. My uncle saw her. My brother. My cousins. They would play hide-and-go-seek with her. Your meemaw? My meemaw. Uh-uh. Yeah. And she had... Oh, my God. You have to ask JP about this a story. Because I want to say one time... Uh, He had a collection of beer bottles and he had like a yeah it was a collection of beer bottles and he had like a sword your grandpa or jp jp okay and he was in his room one day and something pushed him and the beer bottles or the sword i don't know which one fell right where he was laying at and they said it was sue that saved him and
1: i think one of i think one of i think somebody told me about that I think he did. Yeah. Somebody told me about that. We are talking about crazy shit.
0: But I never saw Sue. I never saw her. How old is she? Is she like she was old? a little girl, like, uh, with pigtails and...
1: Ew. Yeah, she
0: was a little girl. I
1: can't handle And that. she
0: even dropped a light bulb on my stepdad's head. She didn't like him, my stepdad at the time. Um, yeah. She dropped it but on his head know? and it split you know, his head. You know, like... And,
1: I, and we're going to talk about this in another episode, but there's this place called the sally house and they're supposedly like a little girl demon or little girl ghost but they think she's a demon because because that's usually what they take on a form of like children because oh, they think creepy. that you're not that you let your guard down you're not too yeah. scared so they'll take on the form of a child to to trick you to get you to interact Shit. with it know anytime someone says anything about like a child ghost or something like that i immediately think that's a fucking demon (laughs) just because i
0: I don't know but yeah um i've never seen it i've never seen her but people swear they've seen her and she'll like be outside in the window just staring at you Mm -hmm.
1: oh i can't (laughs) um
0: it's actually the house i can't never mind i can't tell you but um it's really close to where they live now <gasps> yeah, so <laughs> it's right there, and
1: really, mm-hmm. yes. There's a family that lives there. My yeah.
0: God, I don't know if they've experienced anything, but
1: oh, and they have kids. I'd be
0: curious you curious to know.
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't want to ask somebody because then what if they I don't know what if they like get upset because yeah. like, oh you didn't disclose this. This is a haunted house.
0: I don't know. Man. Has anybody
1: ever like looked into the history of the house? Like, maybe uh, to see if, like, any little kids, like, lived there in the past or, like, passed away in the past there?
0: I don't think so. I've never heard of anybody looking anything up. But, yeah, creepy.
1: That is so fucking creepy. Creepy
0: Sue. And I don't think they've seen her at the new house. They don't see her over there. They don't talk about her.
1: I can't handle, so. I can't handle kids. <laughs> I
0: Ooh. don't know. But, yeah. Creepy Sue. So, what about your experiences?
1: Oh, girl. <laughs> Boo. Do we have a long enough time to be? <laughs> I really don't have a lot to be honest. Um, I've always said, okay, so okay, okay, so, so let's let's start from like the very very beginning. I think I made this up though. In my mind, I think I made this up somehow. <laughs>
0: okay. But it's
1: so creepy because it really fucking like it really scares me to think that there could be something. Okay, so in my house, my dad added added on an extra part of our house like the there's three bedrooms he added those three bedrooms on to the house that was already originally built mm-hmm. he added three more house he had three more rooms to the house so uh like hit their room my parents room it was supposed to be my brother's room and then mine and my sister's room which is a big room
0: yeah.
1: and mm-hmm. um i would always say this and you can ask my sister to the day but i would always tell my sister because okay so I'm, me and my sister slept on, like, different sides of the room. She slept, you know, on her corner. I slept in my corner. Mm-hmm. I was like, what, maybe in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, we slept together for that long. Yeah. She, there was a... Her, her, that was
0: weird. I don't have an icebox. Bro, that was weird. <laughs> Crap. I uh, don't have an icebox. I don't know why I did that. Okay.
1: We just heard, like, a loud bang. That was weird. <laughs> uh, okay stop <laughs> <laughs> continuing continuing on there is a white dresser mm-hmm. that was in between both of our beds and it was like pushed up against the wall where like it was facing out like you could sit down in the dresser and my sister would put her necklaces and her jewelry and all this kind of stuff like that like on the dresser you yeah. know in like a little dish a little you know dish or whatever okay and um I, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and I would look out from my bed and I would see this lady sitting at the dresser putting my sister's
0: jewelry on. Ew. Bro, I shit you not. I Ew. would sit there and watch her do that. You didn't scream or nothing. No, get, like, I was so feeling. scared.
1: <sighs> I was so scared, dude. I would just pull my cover up against my, my face and I would just lay. I would just sit lay there and watch her. And Ew. I guess I would fall asleep. But I remember I would tell my sister about about it and my sister's really like she's really kinda she don't like that shit. So she used to always come mad and be like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. That's not true. You're such a liar. And I'd be like, no, there's this lady putting your fucking jewelry on. I was so adamant. I was so adamant oh, that I creepy. saw this lady put her jewelry on. Yeah. So, Ew. But I haven't seen her. Well, once we moved, once my sister moved out and whatever, like my brother took over that room and I went to the middle room.
0: Yeah.
1: And he never said he heard anything or saw anything, but... I guess like later on uh okay so later on uh we were in the middle room i was sleeping in the middle room and my brother was in his room but he was outside with my mom doing something it Mm. was like three o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon and i had gone into his room to like do something and when i walked into the room he had like a futon and, like, in front of the futon, I saw an Indian with his, cross, with his legs crossed sitting on the floor. What
0: the hell are you... Bro,
1: as soon as I saw... I mean, you couldn't see. I didn't see, like, a face. It was, like, a quick, like, a blur, almost. Like, a blurry mm-hmm. shape where I couldn't see. But I knew there was, like, a person sitting there, and they looked to me. You to, knew
0: what it was. To, and it, I knew
1: like- that it was a Native American. Mm-hmm. It just, for some reason, just clicked in my head. Native American. So, as soon as I saw that motherfucker, I just... Boop! <laughs> i ran so fast dude i went all the way because like i had to go all the way across the house to get to the outside to where they were at where my mom and my brother are and i'm like there is somebody in the room and my brother was like no he's not and i was like no yes there is an indian sitting cross-legged in your room and he's like no he's not (gasps) and then so yeah oh hell no yeah i don't know my sister says she's never seen anything my brother said he's never seen anything my mom, my dad never say anything, but then again, they wouldn't say anything because they knew they yeah. would scare the shit out of me. But I don't know. Those are the only two, like, instances I can think of in my house that i ever had.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't feel anything negative or bad in there. Like, like I said, nobody else has ever seen anything, so maybe I just have an overactive imagination. But. Maybe you can, a eh?
0: uh, don't know.
1: Yeah. So, but I would think my real ghostly experience, 100%. I know for sure that this is some paranormal shit. Okay. Picture it. I think it was like 2013. No, 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 no. 2012. (laughs) 2012. Picture it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I moved to Pennsylvania when I was like 19 years old. Okay. And I went to go live with this chick that I had been with. Mm -hmm. And she was a part of a theater group, uh, like a little community theater group. It was like kids. It's a youth group. And... They had a theater that was in this little town called Derrier, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it used to be an old furniture store. That's what the lady told me. Um, yeah. So the director and the owner of the theater group, she owns that building, and she uh, would tell us, you know, like, oh, it's haunted and all this kind of stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, yeah, no, paranormal investigators have come over here. And like spent nights here and say there is something here and I'm like okay you know and my little ass I was like man I've never seen anything like that before I want to see yeah you know and so one night she was like okay well we had dinner at her house and she lived like just a couple blocks down from the theater she was like do y'all want to go ghost hunting and it was like me and my ex and I was like uh yeah and like my ex was like sure so we went yeah and it was like a cold winter's night i know that sounds really Mm. cheesy we were like super cold because it was like you know middle of nowhere it had just snowed i think and um we go into this building and it's an old ass fucking building it's cold as fuck Mm. and there's no heater on there's no Mm. nothing like that and it's huge it's two-story yeah mind you i've been to the second floor and the second floor is like a maze there's like offices and stuff Mm. and like thing like rooms that are filled with things and then there are rooms that are filled with nothing And there's literally, and it gives me goosebumps thinking about it, there's this one room, and she calls it, like, the black room or something. Mm -hmm. She actually had to close it off because it's, like, it's weird. You get no, like, she kept having to replace this light bulb that was in it. It's a small-ass fucking room. Yeah. And it, it was painted black for some reason. I don't remember if she painted it like that or if it came like that. But it had this one light bulb in there, and she continuously had to continue to change it because it kept, like, busting so finally she's like she just dude she had like the worst chills like she just had a really bad feeling with that room so she boarded it up so no one can go in there and so there's that little room that's upstairs i mean the basically the second floor was like a showing room like you can see the furniture and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and um but like i said there's nothing up there everything is like cleared out i mean maybe there's like a couple tables but nothing like crazy or anything like that it was just empty so we're on the first floor, which is where the theater is at. Yeah. And it's like a very, very small venue. Like there's like a couple of chairs and stuff. It's like maybe you can fit like maybe 50 people, 60 at the most.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's very intimate. You can go right up on the, 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 the stage. Mm-hmm. So we sat in the front row and sh- and she sat all the way down from us. And she had like one of those flashlights that you twist on and twist off. Yeah. Well, she like kind of untwisted it a little bit so that it could barely turn on. Mm supposedly if you leave it out like a ghost can turn an entity a spirit can turn the yeah. light on or turn it off or whatever mm-hmm. Com- what in the fuck i don't know what that is it's your house shifting <laughs> it's gonna be your house shifting i don't know uh okay so she was like she had that she put it in the middle of the theater stage yeah. she left it well she starts asking this thing a question and apparently the furniture owner who owned the building his name was jacob that's what they found out, and um, she's like, Jacob, do you like us being here? And it like, oh no. She like gave it like, I think she gave it like, turn on if you do, turn off if you don't. Well, it turned on, so he liked us being there. And then she would like went on to ask him like really like little questions, and then she like got to this question, Jacob, do you like the kids being here? And I think it turned off. <sighs> I don't really think that he liked the kids playing around because the kids are in buckshes and like mm-hmm. crazy and stuff, and they're always doing crazy shit in the back. And I feel like he truly didn't like them there, yeah, just because they're just crazy and they're messing up his furniture store. But anyways, so we we do that for a little bit, oh, and then while we're doing that, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, dude, I hear we hear shit start being scraped upstairs, like someone was moving a fucking table. Ew. And you're, like, hear- you're, wa- you're hearing it drag, like, starting from one side and dragging over to the other side of the room. So I'm thinking, who the fuck um, is up there? I don't know. And so the lady, the director, she's like, hey, there's no way you're supposed to be here. I don't know who would be upstairs. So she's like, do y'all want to go upstairs? And I'm like, I don't want to go upstairs. So I was like, mm. and she, like, goes upstairs by herself to go check it out. Well, she comes running back downstairs, she's like, there's nobody up there. And I'm oh. like, okay. We hear that for a little bit. And then that stops. Oh,
0: that's creepy, dude.
1: But it's the scariest fucking oh. thing to How hear How many that, people were with you? It's just me, my ex, that lady. Mm. And her wife was there for a little bit, and then she left because she didn't want to be a part of it. Oh. So it was just me. At that time, it was just me, my ex, and that lady. Yeah. So... We're sitting there, and I have one of those old BlackBerry phones, Uh so I put it on a voice recorder, and I put it in the middle of the stage. I wanted to see if I can catch anything. Yeah. So anyway, so we're doing that or whatever, and I'm like, "Uh, is anybody here with us? Uh, You know, we're asking questions and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, I mean, I had set it up there for like, what, 15, 20 minutes, and then it turned off, and I could tell that it turned off because the little light turned off. Yeah. I'm like at that time I couldn't get on my phone so it was like fully charged yeah so I go over there and I turn it on and then I'm like listening to it like fast forwarding through it and then I get to the very end Mm -hmm. and I remember distinctly like I need to stop I need to stop and I need to listen to this you know like the very end like what made it turn off bro I got to the end of that voice message and I heard an old man come up to the phone and like in a deep voice say
0: i just got chills dude
1: like he says that's my something something i say something something like i don't know what he said afterwards but you can definitely tell that that's
0: oh i got chills and
1: then cut off bro when i tell you i was like hey listen i'm done I'm over and done with, like, let, we need to go.
0: Yeah.
1: I was so scared, Lindsay, like, before we left, like, I started crying a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, this is, like, the most paranormal thing I've ever experienced. And I don't want this motherfucker coming home with me. You baby bitch. Babe. Hey, <laughs> I'm just listen, kidding. bro, I, no, I prayed, I bro. I again. prayed because I did not want that dude. That sounded ugly. It Ew. sounded ugly. Like, he was mad. Where is that Blackberry mm. now? Fuck if I know. Mm. Where is that voice recording now? No idea.
0: Dude, that's tripped out. Mm.
1: That uh. was like the scariest thing I think
0: I've ever done. Yeah, I haven't. You know what? What? Um, You want another drink? Yes, please. I don't know if this may have been the cause of it, but um, when I lived... In Victoria I used to live at a um, apartment complex for years and I made lots of friends at the um, apartment complex I lived at thank you and um, me and my friend actually played with a Ouija board
1: okay you're stupid that's it
0: that's probably what how maybe I had opened something okay okay from what I know I have been experiencing a presence with me for at least five four or five years already Mm -hmm. but there has been things like during my childhood that I would see like but it wasn't often it was every once in a while you know you see some weird shit or you know you're by yourself and you can hear footsteps and stuff like that but (sighs) now that you've mentioned that I've totally forgot I even played with that thing and we were, like, playing with her Chucky dolls and everything. Like, dude, y'all
1: are some demons. We were on some
0: sat- satanic shit for some reason, like, that day.
1: Dude, there's a specific way you gotta close a Ouija board.
0: And I don't think we closed it at all. Bro. We got too scared. That's it. I was like, no, I'm not messing with this. And that was that. That's what it is, dude. Hmm. That has to be. I don't
1: know. I don't I don't think there could be any, any other explanation. I mean. Yeah. If something's following you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's, like, uh, the epitome of creepiness, though. Oh, that's creepy. I can't stand that.
0: Yeah. So, that's my biggest fear of seeing a ghost. That's why I'm always a fucking puss. And I'm, like, freaking screaming every time, like. And people are like, dude, you're so jumpy. It's because I'm scared. A freaking ghost is going to jump out and take a hold of my body.
1: What do you think about Bigfoot? I don't know. Does that scare
0: you? No, it doesn't scare what scares you me. More, what scares you more? Bigfoot or UFOs? Or paranormal? Paranormal things, but I have seen a UFO. I've seen a UFO. Me and my brother have seen a UFO. We were on Austin Street. I lived at, uh, yeah, that church that they turned into. Austin Street Baptist Church? Yeah, they turned it. That's Austin Street, right? Yeah, they turned,
1: they turned that into, like, a little apartment building. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We were out there hanging with some friends, and... Me and my brother were talking, we were facing this way, and our friends, both of our friends, we were they were in front of us, while well, me and my brother are talking, and then we look at them, and then me and my brother just look up, and we're staring, and they're staring at us, and all of a sudden, we see like this beam of light, and it like soars across the sky, and then boom! Like, it just was going like a shooting star almost, and then bam, just like, took off vanished.
1: what if it was an airplane
0: that was not no airplane and me and my brother looked at each other and our friends i think it was my ex-boyfriend and my brother's best friend and um they were looking at each other like what the hell are they looking at and me and my brother we both at the same time we looked at each other and we're like what the fuck at the same time we said that and he was like you saw that i said dude i saw that and, and they was, saw you yes it was a wednesday night i know it was a wednesday night because it was at church <laughs> <laughs> no we were outside drinking um damn yeah it was crazy i don't know i don't believe it yeah I saw i'll believe UFO. bigfoot
1: more than i will ufo is that weird no i don't know ufos freak me out too much i think for me to think that they are real But this universe is so wide and so huge, anything could be out there and we wouldn't know it. It
0: it freaks me out how big the universe is. And And how
1: small we are. How
0: small we are and, you know, it's crazy because you grew up on beliefs and what you're supposed to believe in and it's just, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm second guessing things that I'm supposed to believe in, but I know humans are not the only thing out there. Like, there's definitely... There has to be. I know there is. I saw a freaking UFO. <laughs> it definitely was a
1: UFO. Okay, okay, okay. It was a UFO. <laughs> it saw you and took off.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Like, oh shit. No, it was It was crazy. Always pee over here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't know.
1: Oh, so should we talk about other people's stories too? Yeah. I have a story from one of my friends. That I really want to read.
0: Okay.
1: I'm good. It's gonna, I think it's going to scare the shit out of you. Because it scared the shit out of me. You want me to read it to you? Yeah. Okay. So, this was uh, submitted to me from my friend. Uh, she lived in Stafford. you know where Stafford is? It's like near Missouri City. Sugarland area. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, she submitted this story to me. And she, and she really kind of just wanted me to, to read it. And um, okay. I think it really... It scared the shit out of me when I read it. Okay. Like it really, really, really did. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Let's do Let's get close. Okay. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> hey, do you feel the tingles? Ew. Ew what the hell? Fucking weird, Lindsay. I know. I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> it all started with a move into a house that we thought was better than our current cramped living situation. For background, I am one of four children. My oldest brother is 11 years older than me. My next older brother is two and a half years older than me. Then there's me and my younger sister, who is two and a half years younger. So along with those four kids, we had my mom, my dad, and a house that I had. Two bedrooms and a very little living space. We found a house in a neighborhood across the street that had four bedrooms, two baths, and much more common space. It had Mm -hmm. even had an above-ground pool with an awesome deck. It was like a dream come true. Clue number one that it wasn't. The family leaving the house had a young boy who told his mother that one of us girls, my sister and I, was going to drown in the pool. Undeterred by this super creepy, could-be premonition, my family moved in. My sister and I shared a room, and the boys each got their own, which was cool because my sister and I were so close in age that we got along pretty well. The only thing creepy about my room was that there was a little door to the attic in my walk-in closet. My little three- to four-year-old gut feeling said that this was a bad place. I avoided the door like the mall around Christmas. It all seemed okay at first, other than the creepy door. After some time, things started to change. From my best memory, it started with my death because, like typical white people in horror movies, we didn't listen to the crazy premonition of a small child. I remember the day very vividly. I was four years old and bouncing a basketball in the kitchen. My mom was on a long distance conference call and told me that I needed to go outside and bounce it because I was being too loud. So I did. Shortly after going outside, I decided it was too hot to bounce the ball and lost interest. My attention turned to the pool. I was sitting on the steps of the deck, which sat safely below the edge of the pool. I noticed a green diving stick at the bottom of the pool and wondered how I got there since nobody had gone swimming recently. I leaned slightly closer, and the next thing I knew, I was screaming, Mm -hmm. soaking wet and laying on the deck with my dad leaning over me. Side note, my dad is a firefighter slash EMT. My dad had questioned where I went and found me spread eagle at the bottom of the pool with blue lips and nail beds and absolutely no color to my normally bright blue eyes. He jumped in, pulled me out, confirmed that I wasn't breathing, and began CPR with absolutely no hope for resuscitation because his knowledge and training told me that I was dead. Mm -hmm. Yet I sputtered to life and was screaming still when the ambulance arrived. We still to this day had no idea how long I was underwater. I was taken to the hospital and was checked out. And was surprisingly perfectly fine. Had no brain issues from lack of oxygen and had absolutely no water in my lungs. The doctor actually tried to tell my parents that I hadn't died on his way out of the room, but spun around in horror when my dad described my eyes having no color. The doctor stated that if that was the case, my being alive was an unexplained miracle because your eyes don't lose color until you deceased. ceased. Ooh. My mom later told me that she told my parents, paw paw aka her father about it and he said he released guardian angels over us in his prayers every morning second side note i was also informed by my mother much later in life that i used to ask her questions about my granny her mother who died in a car accident when my mom was 17 years old all the time before i drowned but the questions suddenly stopped afterwards so maybe she was the guardian angel released maybe i glimpsed her or glimpsed heaven and met her i don't know well. anyway after that things got scary I was increasingly increasingly wary of the small door in my closet that began to open and close when I was the only one present. I kept the door closed at all times, but could still hear it. The dreadful feeling spread throughout my entire house. You could feel someone watching you at all times. Mm. My mom actually called the police to check the house when she came home one time because she could feel someone following her through the house when she collected blankets for us at a football game. The second time this happened... She had a neighbor clear the house with a gun because she knew she risked looking insane calling the cops again mm-hmm. my dad was becoming increasingly argumentative and aggressive he was generally a pretty friendly and caring person and refused to believe any stories we told him about what was going on because he never saw heard or felt anything he argued with my mom so often and angrily that i cried myself to sleep multiple nights believing my parents are going to divorce everyone else in the house besides my dad began hearing knocking and banging that my dad wrote off as the house being old i researched the house later on and it was built in the late te- late 70s so it was only 20 years old at the time which really wasn't that old in house years yeah when my sister and i reached school age my mom started working again which meant we were home alone when we got home from school on days my mo- my dad was working we sat in the living room living room where we could quickly run out of the house if we needed to yeah we didn't dare go upstairs until one of our parents was home and we felt safer When I reached middle school, it felt like I was being singled out to experience the terror. My best friend Emily lived two streets behind me, and every day I would call and talk to her the minute I got off the bus, as if I hadn't just been talking to her ten minutes prior, in an attempt to distract myself from the knocking, creaking, and tapping while I was home alone. Mm. One day, I was sitting in the living room on the phone with her. I heard footsteps upstairs. I tried to ignore it. But then the footsteps persisted above my head until I heard them coming down the stairs.
0: Oh. And they were
1: coupled with whispered breathing. When the footsteps got near the bottom of the stairs... Oh my god. <laughs> Did your nipples get hurt? Fuck you yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! When the footsteps got near the bottom of the stairs, the breathing was po- more pronounced. I noped right out of there telling Emily that I was on my way to her house because there was someone in the house. I explained to the bus driver what was going on and got my sister off the bus at Emily's house. I called my mom from Emily's landline and told her what was going on. When she got home, the house was exactly as I had left it and the noises had stopped. The final push against me in that house came from an attack on my sister. I was in my room and heard a loud thud. This was after my oldest brother had moved out, so I had my own room now. I opened the door to see my sister laying on her back in the bathroom doorway, holding the back of her head and crying my mom appeared at the bottom of the staircase and asked what happened to which my sister promptly responded "Lindsay pushed me my sister head struck the edge of the door in just the right way to slice her head open mm-hmm. she had to have it stapled back up at that time i believe she was just being a brat and blaming me for her clumsiness shortly after that the attention turned to my sister one morning she had a seizure and it's in quotes because it didn't look like any seizure i had ever mm-hmm. seen She was sitting on my dad's lap before church, and she just went limp and fell forward. My dad caught her and tried to sit her upright, but her upper body fell backward when he did. After what felt like an eternity, but was probably only about a minute, she sat upright and was crying. They skipped church and took her to uh, to be checked out, and surprised, there was nothing wrong with her. I believe that that moment was when whatever entity was there attached itself to my sister. From then on... My sister's stress reaction was to hug herself and scratch her arms from her shoulder blades all the way down to her wrists. She never drew blood, but the stra- scratch marks were, very visi- were always visible. The reason I believe I attached to my sister is because of two instances that happened later in life after we moved out of the house, which were, we were in for about 10 years. The first happened one night while my brother and I were unloading our van while on vacation to my family's pro- property in the middle of Texas. As we were grabbing the last of the bags, we both saw a pair of almond-shaped, red glowing eyes in the overgrown grass. Mm
0: -hmm. There was
1: no light outside except for our flashlights. We both knew it couldn't have been eye shine from an animal. We both hauled ass inside and locked the door. We never spoke of this again until one day after I met my now husband. I was staying over at his apartment when we were just dating. Mm -hmm. Having had his own paranormal experiences growing up, he said silent prayers every night before going to sleep. Well, that night he didn't. The story that he relates to me in the morning shook me to my core and convinced me that it had attached myself to my sister, itself to my sister. He said that in a dream, he, my sister, and I had been in a room that he assumed was my sister's because he knew it was at my parents' house and that he didn't recognize it. He had been in every room but my sister's at this point because, to be honest, she was kind of a slob. He said that we heard he heard growling, we heard growling from one of the closet doors, so he reached. And pulled back the shower curtain covering it and saw a pair of almond shaped red glowing eyes in the darkness of the closet he told me that something told him to wake up now (sighs) and when he did his dog was growling which she rarely did and staring at the foot of the bed where he could feel the pressure of something sitting on it he said prayers and the pressure disappeared but i immediately began sleep talking and it sounded evil (sighs) after freaking out for a minute he said his prayers for me and i stopped what scared me shitless is that he knew the layout of a room that he had never seen or had described to him. Down to the fact that my sister had two closet, closets in which one of them was covered with a shower curtain because of the door stuck. So he took it off the hinges. I seriously thought he would leave me because of how scary that shit was, but he didn't because he went through his own shit growing up. After this incident, I finally brought up the house and what happened there to my sister, who was now an adult and dealing with stress much better after having joined our church's youth group my sister's response was oh you mean the house where you shoved me and made me slice my head open when i told her my version of the story she went pale white and told me that she physically saw me in front of her yelling at her before i pushed her backwards (sighs) whatever was there was capable of physically taking my form and shoving her and that terrified me
0: oh my gosh
1: I asked her about her seizure and she confided to me that she was sitting on my dad's lap telling him that she didn't feel well after having drunk a glass of milk that was impossibly cold. She told me that when she swallowed the milk her entire chest felt like she had swallowed a block of ice before it started spreading throughout her body. When I told her what her seizure quote unquote looked like she said she was very vividly remembered that for what felt like forever She felt like she had one arm stretched upward and was kicking both feet as though she was swimming towards the surface of an abyss before waking up with us in the living room. Her story Mm. made me think of my drowning. It was at that point that I realized that when I drowned, this entity was strong enough to have pulled me in. I had to have been pulled in by something because I was sitting so far from the edge that I couldn't have fallen in, and I don't recall struggling to stay above the water. I also could have blocked that out because it was very traumatic. Yeah. I've thought about going under hypnosis to find out everything I can't remember, but I'm also terrified of what I may recall. My mom still refuses to talk about the house, but I found out from my oldest brother later that she had become so depressed from oppressive feelings and not being believed that she contemplated killing all of us and committing suicide herself. My dad still refuses to acknowledge that there is anything going on in that house. Side note, after we finally moved after 10 years, my dad's problem... Uh, anger problem eased up and arguing with my mom deceased decreased dramatically and very quickly all i know is that i'm alive happy doing my dream job as a cop and to this day cannot sleep with the closet door open no matter what room i'm in i'm in after my husband and i have been dating for over a year i met his friend's mom who was a sensitive that does paranormal investigations when we were doing their annual christmas tipsy hayride she Mm. told me after we got off the hayride that there is a male presence that follows me She told me that he doesn't do anything, he just likes to watch. Then he started pinching her because he didn't like that she told me about him. So maybe that entity is attached to me now. Maybe it's my (sighs) pawpaw being my new guardian angel. I don't know. But as long as it isn't bothering me, I guess I've learned to live with it. (sighs) Bro.
0: Girl, that is crazy. I had chills for the longest. I had to hold my chest, girl. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, I got goosies everywhere. Got goosies all
1: over it. Yeah, all over. And know, nipples.
0: Yes. That's oh my gosh, I could not even imagine. Oh,
1: Dude, when I first read that story, I was like, oh my god. I was. It was like, what, six, six seven o'clock in the morning? Whew. Boy, oh, I couldn't handle myself. I was scared. Ooh,
0: I was scared. No, no, no. I don't
1: remember if she gave me permission to say her name. Did I say her name? Yeah. I don't think I did. Yeah.
0: I did?
1: Lindsay. Is that her name?
0: Yeah. Did I say her name? But it's not like. Okay, you said well, the last name so. Yeah,
1: okay. Lindsay,
0: that's some creepy shit. Fuck! That scared us both! That scared the shit out of me, dude. Absolute shit out of us. Ooh! I, I, I don't know. The fact that the scariest part, the part that gave me, uh, that shook me was when uh, you said that her mom contemplated killing the family. Like,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. that's scary because that's happened.
1: Yeah. That kind of reminds me of Enemovable Horror. Yeah. Uh, You know how the, the brother went around and like killed the whole family? Yeah. Oh, no. That's crazy. Anyways.
0: That was a good story it was a very good, good story thank sorry you it happened to you but yeah that was i know pretty darn good
1: but she's a badass she can handle it yeah she uh is doing what she loves now doing what she loves now we appreciate you sending in your story
0: yes we have more stories
1: you. i have like maybe a couple more but maybe we can save that for another episode
0: yeah for sure. we can get
1: some more stories in from other people yeah and share with everybody um, I guess we'll... It's about almost an hour now.
0: It is. We've never talked this long on an episode. I oh, know. This is the first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, okay. So, thank you guys for joining us and listening to us. And I hope you enjoyed yeah. getting spooked and creeped with us because we had a whole bunch of fun.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> and, um, you can listen to us, obviously, on Anchor. Or you can listen to us on, on Spotify. Uh, we haven't. I haven't made a Facebook page yet, which I'm kind of contemplating I, on whether or not. I don't know. I kind of want to. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, if y'all have any requests for certain things to for us to talk to, Definitely talk let about, us let us know. Get in contact yeah. with us. Send us a message on Facebook or something. If you know us, if not, maybe I'll.
0: Even if you don't really know us and you happen to be listening to us,
1: you can find us on Facebook. Yeah. Wait. I think I'll find us on
0: Facebook.
1: <laughs> we'll figure something out. Uh but I'm sure you guys all three of y'all can find us on Facebook. And can yeah. send us some stuff. So, um well, that's that's it. I
0: guess that's it for the third the uh, third episode. Third episode. Awesome. See you ass. God damn it. Bye guys. Bye.